It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. In this podcast, I talk a ton about planning, or at least it seems to me so far with the episodes I've put together that so much focus has been there. And certainly plans are great until they meet reality. And the focus that I have beyond just the planning focuses on tracking and reviewing. And specifically today, I want to dig in a bit to the concept of journaling and what my practice around journaling has been and why it's so important as a means of reflection and helping learn along the way what's working and what's not, as well as giving me a long-term way to be able to compare where am I today versus where I was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, or even a decade ago. Why I speak so confidently there is I've had a habit of journaling for, at this point, it's been 15 years that I've been doing it. I first started doing daily journaling back in 2006. And as I record this in 2021, you do the math on that 15 years and 365 days and change per year, that means I've done over 5,000 daily journals. And there's an awful lot that I've learned about myself in going through that journaling habit. For me, journaling becomes a way to capture a moment in time. Whether I'm looking back at what's happened over the day, the week, the month, I'm looking forward, talking about things I'm excited about, or just reflecting on the world, or even just getting out of my brain for a minute and letting my hand take over and I journal about whatever happens to be in my mind. It's a way to be able to capture any of those things at the current moment in time. And the practice I have along with the journaling itself is taking time to review the journal. It's a window into myself as I look through it. And I look through it while I'm writing. The style of journal that I use has uh, an entire page for each calendar day of the year, and it's broken up into 11 years worth of sections on the page. So if I am you know, looking at January 1st, I can go back and see what was I doing January 1st each subsequent year before, uh, up to 11 years per book. So what that means is I can see these moments, these snapshots of things that were happening, things that were important to me as I was writing them. And one of the things that's interesting is that as I read through those old entries, I'm transported back. It It's like looking through a window, but I can see these 
same details, but I can see a new perspective on those same details with what I've learned over time since the point at which I was journaling it. Now, I wish I could say that I was fond of every memory that I have in the journal, but sometimes it's really challenging things that I'm seeing. I see points at which I was frustrated. I can see points where my thoughts, you know, looking back weren't even particularly thought through or, you know, not something that I'd want to submit in front of an editor or have people look through, but that's not the point of this style of journeying. It's a uh, journaling. It's about being able to get those thoughts down and give myself both a uh, time to think through it and have a moment of reflection or perspective looking forward, as well as an opportunity later to be able to consider where I'm at now versus where I was at and see those new interesting things and even see and appreciate how much change I've had over time. The other thing about journaling in this particular method, and I recognize it's probably, it sounds like a lot to have that many journal entries, but within each day, it's just one day's worth of journaling that I'm having to do. And it's not a you know, huge amount of work each year's, uh, the, the same day for each year is about four lines as far as that target. And most days that means I'm writing a few sentences uh, about what's important. And of course I can carry over to another section if there's something that's really on my mind that I want to explore. But this journaling habit has been one that reflects things I've mentioned in kind of planning as well as in goal setting of having that small amount of effort that's good enough to be able to get through just four little lines a day or some days there's, you know, I will even just do a single sentence. There's probably not that many, maybe in those 15 years, maybe a dozen entries, maybe one each year where I just have a single line that I have on it. But even that brevity at that point really says something to me about what it was that was going on or just how important that one statement was or that one frustration that I was logging in there was all about. I've listened to a lot of other podcasts and talks about journaling, read blog articles about journaling, and there are many benefits to the practice as well. There are many ways to journal but rather than following somebody else's method, uh, if you're interested in doing this, I encourage you to just write a few things down and do it in a way that you think will be sustainable. So let's say you're interested in journaling, but you're not sure where to start. Uh, maybe you don't know what to write about or you don't know what journal to write in. I encourage you, don't let these be barriers. As far as what to write about, Pick something. What's something that just happened to you today? You can start that tactically or that easily. Or what's something you're anticipating that you're excited about, that you're scared of, that you are upset about? What's something that where if you look in the rearview mirror, you're uh, you know, satisfied with the work that you put in or disgruntled that you put your effort in the wrong place and get some of those thoughts out. Just let the, let the 
thoughts come pouring out. This doesn't have to be turned in or shown to anybody, but it's a way to let yourself be able to explore those things. It can be things that are emotional. I've, I've talked about a lot of prompts that have emotion there. It can be more factual as far as you know specific things of the day, but I encourage you don't go too far where you're just simply logging the things from the day unless that's really the type of journal that you want to do, something like a food journal, right? Uh, also, you can talk about the funny or intriguing things, something that caught your mind or that you're interested in. There is no wrong way to journal. And another one of the things where if you're not sure where to start that can help you with this is what you write in. Um, So there are different journals that you can buy that have prompts at the top of a page to be able to give you something new or different if the idea of staring at a blank page is just more intimidating for you. I've heard good things about the uh, morning pages is a a specific type of journal. The one that I use personally is called the Journal 10 Plus. Um, No sponsor of the podcast, but I've been, I'm into my second journal uh, with how long I've been journaling in them. And I found it to be a tremendous one for me and, and helping me with that prompt of looking back at things that have happened before. I tell you the getting through that first year, it was a bit of a slog, you know, waiting until I could start paying it off in the second year where I started to see what was I doing a year ago. Um, Now that I have a lot more entries uh, from previous years, I find that I don't look back quite as far. I'm not as excited about looking back, say, into a second journal, but I can still see going back at this point a few years in my new journal. Uh, but frankly, you don't need to have a specific journal with you know it's uh, for journaling in a specific way with writing prompts or specific ways it's laid out. You can just use any old notebook. Start small, write a little bit. There's no need to sprint right out of the gate. It's a practice that can follow you through a lifetime. But one thing that I will put out as a recommendation as someone who's been journaling a long time. Electronic journaling is not the same as physically writing with pen to paper. Even if you have a fancy e-ink and it feels like pen on paper, doesn't matter. I highly recommend getting an actual physical journal, something you can flip through and have that tactile nature to it. I'm absolutely a technology person, but this is one place where having the physical thing is, well, it's just different. And on the concept of being different, you don't have to journal every day, but do put some amount of regularity behind it, whether that's weekly, whether that's monthly. Part of the value that can come from journaling is the sense of time that can come along with it. And with that, I don't want to take up too much more of your time on this topic. So I think I'll leave more about the topic of journaling for another episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can find links to additional resources, the entire back catalog, and get in touch with me through MostlyProductive.com. If you'd consider it, please help support the show by spending two minutes to leave a rating and review to help others find out about it. Thanks to Joseph McDade for the use of the theme song, Elevation. I appreciate you listening through all the way to the end. Now have a great day.